<laughs> this time, buy salt as the most powerful men in Canada discuss top tech. This week, personal web publishing. <laughs> Is this now your grocery list speech? Kind of, yeah. <laughs> well, you'd be sure that you won't be getting any salt because you never listen to this podcast. <laughs> I just bought salt, so I'm very excited to actually use it. I'm worried we record a few weeks in advance usually, so if this is some sort of memo to yourself in the future. <laughs> the next time I listen to this, it's like, buy more salt. Oh, that's right. Oh, I really like salt. I should buy more of it. <laughs> and who doesn't like salt? It serves so many purposes. Mm-hmm. You can get paid in it. Personal web publishing. That's what this was about. <laughs> As far as personal web publishing goes, Ian has tried and tried and tried to get me interested in starting a blog or doing any sort of blogging. And the closest I come to that is being on Twitter. So that's the problem is that, I mean, I even tried starting a posthumous account and seeing if there's something I could create with it and realize that I have next to no interest in getting that stuff out into the world. But (laughs) I'm sure that you guys have more suggestions for me. (laughs) I mean, Twitter's a great place if you've only got small snippets of things to say or you don't really care about what you're saying and you just want to put stuff out there. If you want to say more than 140 characters worth of things, you're going to need a place to put it. And that means... App.net. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) App.net. What that's going to mean is that you're going to need some sort of a blog or a website of some sort. You know, A blog is just a place where you have multiple posts of varying length or whatnot. It's short for web log, which is where the word comes from. The whole idea of Twitter, too, is it feels so ethereal, right? You you put it up there and it's hard to go through and find that information again. If you're looking to find out what someone said, you you really have to dig through a bunch of their stuff. Whereas if they have a web place where the things they said can be kept and also other things other than just you know, short snippets of text, pictures, audio files, movies, whatever, collected in a place. Twitter is not the best place for that. Twitter might be a great place to advertise that thing, but it's not actually a great place to actually host all that stuff. So now what I find so overwhelming, though, is that I have a Tumblr, and that is where I put images, and then people link to my... Yes, of my cat. And people link to those images. And then I go link to other people. I literally don't understand how Tumblr works, not what their business model is. I just don't understand how it works. And then I have a WordPress blog, but then I have links on my WordPress blog to Tumblr. But then I also have, you know, my tweets are coming up in here as well. And there's all these different things now Twitter has Vine, so you can share little videos that way. And you, it's just, it's so overwhelming to me how all of these things are supposed to work with each other. And well, I just don't really get it. Well, let Ian school you. Well, so what you've mentioned, Beach, is so far a lot of different web publishing platforms, most notably uh, used for blogs. I mean, you've got Tumblr, you've got WordPress, you've got Postress earlier. That was another blog platform until it just decided recently to shut down after it got acquired by Twitter. These are all places that basically make it really easy for you to type in a name and then have yourself a place where you can post your pictures or your long-form Star Trek erotic fan fiction or your audio <laughs> files or your digital CAD files for gun receivers and whatnot. It's a place for you to just put your stuff out there and let someone else handle the back end. And there are so many better options because one of the problems with all these services is that they are incredibly ethereal. You were talking about Tumblr. You have no idea how it works. Well, you also have no idea what the business model is, which means you have no idea how long it's going to work. All these services that you mentioned actually all have one thing in common is that they don't charge money for it, which is great. Until it's not. 
Exactly. Until, oh, yes, we don't charge money for this. And if we did, everyone would leave us and we can't make any money with all these other various methods we've tried to make money. And so we go away and then you have to find a way of getting your content off there and publish it somewhere else. So the idea is let's think of a place or let's create a place where my words actually matter enough that they need to stick around for a while. If that's what you feel like. I mean, if you don't care what happens to your words 10 weeks after you publish them, you know what? Tumblr, Postress, WordPress, they're all fine alternatives. But if you want something that's going to last, maybe you should think about how that company stores your data, how you can get to your data, how you can get it out if you need to, and whether or not they're going to be around for five months, five years, 50 years. Interesting things about someone like WordPress is that you can use WordPress as a hosted service that they actually provide the space for you to put up your WordPress blog or whatever you're hosting on there. But you can also use the same software, the WordPress software, to install it on your own server or your own computer or on your service provider's computer. They often will have a company that will take money from you to host web pages. A lot of them will use the WordPress platform, and it's a great tool. This is something that I used to use for TiltyHouse.com and we still use for uh, Synaptic Chaos Theater's website. We chose WordPress because it's... It's easy to use, and it's pretty robust. The, the amount of things you can do with it in terms of customizing it, using it as a blog, using it as an information page, as a way of connecting with fans. But I like it because it's portable. We can take this stuff off of WordPress.com if we started our site at WordPress.com and set up our own WordPress installation on my own servers, either at, at home or the ones I pay for. I, I have no idea where my servers are, to be honest, actually. <laughs> I have something very similar. I have three different websites that I manage that one of them is hosted in town and another one's hosted on a server that I have control of at the university and a third one is hosted in a different country. And all of them use the WordPress platform, yet they're all doing completely different things for websites. And the great thing about WordPress, as you were saying, is how customizable and different it can be and how easy they are to use. But also one of the great things about WordPress is there's such a huge community that you have lots of really great themes for the way your website can look without you having to customize that completely on your own. Then there's a bunch of great plugins for doing all sorts of really interesting things because there's such a huge community of people developing for it. But it doesn't stop there because the way WordPress is put together is it makes it very easy for you to get your data out of it or put your data into it. Mm -hmm. Things like Tumblr and Posteris. I'm having a hell of a time for my own little fun blog where I post pictures trying to get that moved over to Tumblr because Tumblr has no way of importing anything into it. Mm -hmm. And as far as I can tell, at the moment, it doesn't have any way of getting anything out of it either. I thought I remember reading just the other day about some sort of script that you could get for posterous for taking stuff out of it fairly easily. They've created a really nice system that just takes your entire site and plunks it into a flat HTML site. Oh, that's cool. Which is useful for either importing into a WordPress account or a Squarespace account, which is something we should probably get into, or just dumping in a folder on a web server. You, you just mentioned Squarespace as well, and I hear an awful lot about Squarespace. I'd never used to, and I listen to a lot of podcasts, and they mention a lot about Squarespace, and it sounds really interesting. What is the main benefit? Why would you all of a sudden decide that I want to go to Squarespace? Squarespace is a hosted service. So you pay them money and they have tools like WordPress for managing and maintaining and editing and changing your blog or website. The main difference is that they're not the same technology as WordPress. If you want to get a WordPress website that is going to stick around and is going to be updated and managed, you're going to have to pay for that as well. 
the choice becomes what kind of technology you want to use. If you want to use Squarespace's technology or WordPress's technology, the big difference I think would be that WordPress is mostly open sourced, whereas Squarespace is a closed source company. And they seem to pride themselves on exceptionally good graphic design and interface design seems to be their big thing. I was looking at transitioning a bunch of my websites that I was paying for anyway to host with WordPress and moving them to Squarespace and seeing if that was going to be a viable option. I ran into two problems with Squarespace. One, they have tools for bringing over WordPress content, but it seemed the tools seem to be fairly good for bringing over WordPress blog posts. But the pages, like the static content that you created on the site and a lot of the way that you navigate through the website, that didn't seem to be easy to bring over into Squarespace, which I had a lot of on the one website that I want to do. And then the other website I wanted to do had a subdomain that I wanted in separate security for it. And I talked to the people at Squarespace and that seemed to be something that was going to be very difficult for me to do, whereas it was relatively easy to do with my hosting provider uh, for WordPress. But it does look really nice. Like the tools seem really, really user friendly and seem to give you a ton of control if you want with Squarespace. Yeah, I considered using it actually for a, uh, a website project. I was doing it work a few weeks back, just transitioning from a different system without any sort of inputs and remaking the pages from scratch. And it turned out to be pretty easy. We didn't end up using it because uh, of reasons. But oh, those reasons. I'd gotten really excited actually about Squarespace just in the idea of it, but never really looked into it, which is why I wanted a bit of a breakdown be nice because when I was at the library I was working at, I was in charge of updating the website. And when I'd heard that, oh, there's all these neat and interesting ways that you can just drag and drop your website together on, on Squarespace and literally do that. The demo I saw was like, oh, yeah, drag this thing over and drag that thing over. I'm like, that sounds really cool. Never got a chance to develop it and see if we couldn't migrate our website over to that. Plus the fact that it costs money per month. And that can be a downside. But if you're one of those people who doesn't know how to develop these kind of things and is like, oh, everything seems a little too shaky. You know, I don't want to do stuff on a back end and then not know what it's going to look like. Squarespace is one of those things where that might be right up your alley. You pay a little money every month, but then you're actually working with your website and dragging things around on it and making it look the way you want as you're doing it. Exactly. If you don't really know what you're doing, (laughs) Squarespace is a great place to do it. My cat doesn't know what he's doing. I, I have no idea what I'm doing, so Squarespace sounds like a good place for me. Now, if you really know what you're doing, that's an entirely different thing. So we talked about WordPress being a good thing. You want to have more control over your own site. As opposed to using something like Tumblr or Posterous or any of those other services. Or even Squarespace. If you want to have full control, you get yourself a, a shared server or a hosting plan, and you install WordPress on there, or you can install you know, when the other services. If you're like me, though, you find that WordPress is getting too slow because it relies on databases and all that sort of back-end stuff that if you're on a shared hosting plan, those resources get used up by all the other people who are running WordPress blogs. Mm-hmm. So you want to run what's called a flat HTML site. Yeah, and well, and this is how we made websites Back in the day, oh. when I was in web design and development, sit with a text editor and build our websites and then upload those flat HTML pages into a folder or directory, and that's how people accessed our pages. We should be a bit clear, actually. We didn't really even t- explain this. WordPress is a completely web-based tool. For most people, the way they use it, you go to a web page, you put in username and password, and you type into the web page and upload the images into that website and make connections and links and change the design all through a web interface. You don't use separate software. You're not using a piece of software like Dreamweaver or any text editors or anything to edit your web page. You're doing it on the web. But the way that websites used to be done is you were actually building all those tools on 
some sort of computer program on your computer and then FTPing it or uploading it somehow up to the server instead of going through a web interface. Okay, but then therefore, what's the alternative? Because we're talking about WordPress doing that. Ian's now saying there's a move to go back to that. Yes, there is. And the reason for that is there's a number of reasons. First of all, again, control. Geeks like control over their uh, things. And so when you start taking a lot of these intermediary programs out of the way, you get closer to the metal, you get closer to editing direct text back again. And that makes things a lot faster in terms of how fast it is to load the pages, how fast it is to process them, etc. Another reason is security. If you don't have any database backend, there's a lot fewer holes into your site that people can use to access it to to screw around with it. Yeah, well, that is one of the drawbacks of websites that are using WordPress. It is so popular now that much like the claims from years past that people wrote viruses for Windows but not for Mac because there was hardly any Mac users, so many people are using WordPress that hackers have an incentive to develop tools for breaking into and causing security problems with WordPress. And so there is tons and tons of vulnerabilities. Luckily, the WordPress teams are fairly good at patching them, but still the the vulnerabilities come up more and more often. Whereas if you've custom built a website using your own code in a flat structure without a database on the background, the avenues of getting it hacked are much, much narrower and harder to find. The only way in is through SSH or FTP or Telnet, and you can lock those down pretty tight, actually. But of course, the drawback there is that, one, you have to have fairly good understanding of web technologies, which you don't necessarily have to have at all for WordPress. And two, you have to have other tools and probably more time, whereas a lot of the stuff is pre-built for you in WordPress. But there's some definite advantages to building it yourself. If you get hired as a web designer or you're hiring a web designer to make a web page for you, a lot of them are going that route now or even building their own custom tools for allowing you to manage your website that are like WordPress, but they're built by the design company. And those tools are called a content management system. So WordPress is a content management system, but there are lots and lots of them. And some people do make custom ones specifically for that business or opportunity or all their clients in a specific thing. And that allows them to be much more designed towards what clients of those websites want, but also a lot less vulnerable to attack. What we're really coming down to here is that there are a lot of options out there in terms of finding ways to host your content online, be they blog posts, be they video files or media files or CAD drawings. If you're going to make the effort to put something up online, spend a little time thinking about what your options are. Don't just jump to the flavor of the week, be it Squarespace or WordPress or Tumblr or Postris, because you never know how long these things are going to be around. Spend some time thinking about how important it is to you on a personal level, because it's different for business, that information be easily accessible, portable, deletable, or movable. No matter what solution you choose, right off the bat, have a way of backing up the content you're putting up there. If it's something that you want to have access to for a long time, even if you think the service that you're getting is going to be around for a long time, it's never a bad idea to have your own backups. A lot of services you get will provide backups for you. But any tool you choose, I would highly recommend that it should have an easy way for you to make your own backups that you get to store and control. And more importantly, I think the first question you really need to ask yourself before you do any of this is, should I even be putting this stuff up on the internet at all? (laughs) <laughs> oh, that's a totally different show. And with that, I'm going to say we have been the most powerful men in Canada. I'm Ian Horner, and I use Octopress. <laughs> I'm Johnny Blakebrew, and I'm mostly using WordPress. 
And I can't wait to hear what Jackal is. I'm Brendan Beach Deary. Thanks for joining us. The most powerful men in Canada would love to hear from you. Please contact us by visiting our website at toptech.tiltyhouse.com if you have any comments or if there are any subjects you'd like us to cover in a future show.